All right, we are trying to wrap up day two here at the Beaver Creek Precious Metals Summit, but we keep going, everybody, here on Mining Stock Daily. Here's something we're not going to talk about in this episode. We're not going to talk about how much I kicked Matt Turner's <laughs> butt in fantasy football this week. I promise you we're not going to talk about my 138 points against his 97 and, and, and how Tyreek Hill and Ayuk just went off. We're not going to talk about it. Can I throw one thing in? <laughs> I looked at the rest of our league, which is uh, <coughs> it's um, administered by Kai Hoffman, and it's all full of mining guys. And uh, for your listeners that don't know that, <clears throat> I would have beat every other person. In our, that's how crappy our league is right now. I just happen to be up against you oh, this week. We have week. the most perfect league. Come <laughs> on. Week one was a gem. All right. Matt Turner, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. How you been? I know. Yeah. Great, Trevor. Yeah, things are going well. Right, like, I, like I said off air there, there's a lot of positive energy here for uh, a pretty tough market yes yeah, tell right? me about so, that energy like uh, what, what's giving you this good good juju I don't, you know here? and that's the, the crazy thing i don't know if it's one of those things where um okay i'm not going to go on here and say that the market's turned but oftentimes when the market's turned you don't realize it until after it's already done and i don't know when you look at say the amount of meetings that not only Rockhaven has had, which is the most we've ever had at Precious Metal Summit, yeah. um, and that I think is echoed by a lot of other juniors. Um, there's a lot of interest out there in what yeah. we're doing. So again, you know, who knows, maybe we'll still be in this tough market for a while, but maybe not. Maybe the light is either at the end of the tunnel or we've just gone through and nobody's really realized it yet. So, Well, well uh, despite despite whatever the market's doing, your work <coughs> continues. You've got yes. to continue to move Plaza forward 100%. somehow. Okay. Yeah. So give us a sense. I mean, I, some, I, I think it's safe to say it's been a little bit of a quiet year. Uh, yeah, it will, and, it, and on paper it is. Like you look at, um, we put out news a couple of days ago and I joked to someone on the street here in Beaver Creek that I had to remember how to issue a press release because it had been so long. It had been like since March. March 1st, yeah. I think, was our last. Uh, so it had been a long time, but we had we'd been incredibly busy over the summer, not with drilling or prospecting or anything, nothing on site, but just all of our in, in, internal stuff with, uh, with engineering and resource estimation and metallurgy. That's a, that's a huge yeah. one for our project. We're a sulfide deposit, right? So mm-hmm. um, I've never been busier, but just on completely different things, which uh, a lot takes a long time to do, and you can't really even do any updates that really say anything of consequence because it's still all in motion right so mm-hmm. we were able to put out um, the news on our pre-concentration test work yesterday morning and that um, that was we started that test work well I think we ran it was right at the end of June actually we ran the first uh, the first composite through we had six in total um, that we ran through the Tomer machine and that's uh, their um, their Canadian uh, test test machine is in uh, is at the SRC in Saskatoon, okay. so we sent our composites there. Um, unfortunately, our metallurgist his flight got cancelled, but uh. mine didn't, so I got there. So we just ran the one comp, and then we went back the next week, all of us, and um, we ran the other five composites through. But it was amazing to see, like, talk about a disruptive technology, and I I I, I don't want to labor too much on this thing because again it's just a a, a part of the plaza yeah, story yeah, yeah. but it is fascinating i am um, you know seeing seeing your seeing your seeing your your test work firsthand is one thing amazing to be able to do i didn't even know we were allowed 
to go and observe this. But Chris Martin, our, our metallurgist consultant, said, yeah, let's just, let's go. I was like, awesome. So we were able to see, so they, they run through the composites at different inclusion rates. Uh, the inclusions being the sulfides that host our mm-hmm. mineralization. And we were able to see just how much was captured um, and again, our, our mineralization is incredibly visual. You can see what grades and you can see what's, what doesn't. Yeah. And just to be able to see the machine kick out the vein material and throw all the waste material into the reject pile, and you're just like, this is phenomenal. So we put out the news, uh, the news yesterday, um, but we're kicking out over 50% of the f- initial feed material and effectively doubling the grade. So and I think it's important because I think it, I got caught off guard looking at this news release mm-hmm. because you wrote pre-concentration results and I was yep. like, oh, what the hell are pre-concentration? Right, yeah. But it's ore sorting. Ore sorting is, and you see it in other news releases, ore sorting in, in quotations because yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, anyway, but it is pre, you're, you're, you're pre-concentrating your material. And um, again, it, the huge focus obviously is in recovery, right? Mm-hmm. And in our case, we were able to recover, you know, in, in most cases, the I averaged, I believe, at uh, 91, 92% gold, 93% silver, and 94% lead and zinc, something like that. But yeah, yeah. low 90s, mid 90s for the recoveries. But again, you're at, at our, if we, if we just look at our most recent economic study, which was done in 2020, that's envisi- envisioning about a 1,900 ton per day operation. So kicking out, you know, a fair, you know, yeah. over almost 1,000 tons, right? Right. And right. so that makes your mill smaller. That makes your, all your, your uh, grinding uh, circuit a lot smaller mm-hmm. and, and taking obviously a lot less material. And um, your flotation tails get yeah. you know more or less than half of what what you would have been uh, would have been having and there's so much focus in on um on tailings obviously nowadays right so there's so many neat things that 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 come out of this including because um, i said we did the six concentrates or sorry uh, six composites two of those were again these are uh, different crush sizes but two of those comps were at a very low grade and to show that we were able to um, to increase what and that low grade being sub uh, cutoff, right. we were able to bring that up well above cutoff. Um, oh, interesting! And that's uh, that's going to be huge for for us for some of those ounces that yeah. didn't make it into the mine model, but are there, and we can you know turn effectively waste to ore, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, let's talk about uh, this ore sorting because I yeah. know it's it, <laughs> a lot of traditionalists just despise it. Oh yeah, um, you know, in, in I've seen we've I've been having discussions about ore sorting for I don't know seven five six mm-hmm. years maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember uh, just outside in the patio, 2019, I believe it was 2019. I was having a conversation with Fred Ernest from Vista Gold and our buddy Brandon McDonald from Fire yeah. was Fireweed Zinc at the right. time when. Brandon was kind of looking into mm-hmm. seeing how ore sorting might be implemented in, in the Mac Pass project and obviously Vista Gold and, um, uh, with their project in Australia, uh, Mount Todd. Yeah. You know, but we still, in, and I still, you can still kind of make the argument. I get, you know, I see from a research and kind of project development side, you know, why it would be beneficial. But there's a number of people that, you know, are hawks in this industry that mm-hmm. will make the argument that no project has been built with ore sorting implemented from day one. 
You know, yeah. and so it's it's, and I understand that. Like I, I think mm-hmm. I have empathy on both sides, right? Like right. I can understand both sides. I mean, how do you kind of, how do you kind of approach that? You know, <laughs> not well, that you, you're building a mind no, tomorrow. No, but, but, but you mentioned Vista, and that's um, that's one of the big. And 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 funny enough, they're using Tomra that technology yeah. as well, right? So, it's going to be really interesting to see as that progresses, um, and how it how well it is applied. But it's pretty significant piece to their overall puzzle right right so but it's still uh, yet to be built still has to be built exactly right. but i feel like that especially that that xrt side of things it's um fairly new especially when you look at, don't get me wrong it's not new tech but to apply right. it into uh, a, a mining flow sheet it is relatively new like that belt that's the one thing that i was blown away about was that belt goes at three meters a second i i, <laughs> I edited a video you know years ago uh not years ago recently years ago i you know i did work with vista gold and okay. i edited a video about there you go sorting technology yeah. i know exactly what it looks like is yeah crazy fast it is really oh, yeah. impressive yeah yeah so i think that's that's the big thing going forward is is and to again see it firsthand you know if you if you were to have just got numbers back you would be, I guess, almost as excited, but just to actually see it in the flesh, yeah. see that, 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 that the material get kicked out, um, it's phenomenal. Well, you, had, you didn't put any, I, 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 you haven't, but like, you gotta start thinking about economics, right? Oh, like, 100%. What would be the, uh, you know, the uh, cover your costs for ore sorting? I mean, you can't have a small project and say, oh, we're gonna implement ore sorting because then the economics just aren't there, I would think. You'd have to, you probably have to have some sort of scale, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess. And that's uh, an open conversation. Right, I know yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. the answer. Yeah, and that's, I think, going to be part of our trade-off studies, quite okay. frankly. Now that we have this, this data in hand, um, it's going to be taking it to really where, because we're, we're getting close. The, the next step is the mineral resource estimation that we're working on. So mm. apply that to see, again, I mentioned the low-grade uh, comp. See how many of those ounces are in that, in that grade threshold. Yeah. Because now that we have that, now we're going to be, um, well, we kind of anticipated this, but we modeled down to a fairly low grade. So we'll be able to have that, those, those ounces modeled in at least to yeah. the resource estimation. And then it's going to be trade-off studies to see what makes the most sense and how that equates to economics. So it's going to be fascinating to see what what comes out of uh, out of these studies before. And we've got a lot of trade-off studies before we hand it over formally to the PFS engineers mm-hmm. before they get going on this. So Very there's good. a lot of different moving parts to consider here. But you know, at least you have the parts. At least you have the puzzle pieces, right? It's just right. A, now it's a now it's a matter of putting them together. So. Um, yeah, it's exciting. So yeah, well, and we'll see how it applies to our to our scale of uh, of operation. But I know that again, if you're kicking out half of the fee, over half of the feed material, that does wonders. It's got to do wonders for your economics. But again, we don't know how right. well it will really be. And I've got to be kind of cautious and caution people about when we're talking about what it could really do until we really see so yeah yeah listeners should be cautious and caution but it's uh it's again it's i think you know 
best case scenario really. We even titled, we're a very conservative group and we put excellent pre-concentration results in the headlines. So that says something. <laughs> uh, give us a sense of kind of news flow going into the winter. I mean, it was a quiet year. I mean, how do you ramp up you know, exploration next year? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it's going to be on the back of our resource estimate and the, and the, the way the PFS is received. Okay. Those are the two big things going forward. And if they're positive, re positively received, um, one thing, and, and it's a very common question in, uh, in all the meetings I'm having here, is exploration potential to add ounces. Um, we've got some amazing grades at the deepest, or uh, drill assays at the deepest parts of our block model. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, there is potential to keep chasing these veins down. But again, you know, and I don't know what discount rate we'll use for the for the PFS, whether it's a five or an eight percent. Um, but the deeper you get, the longer down the line, and the less value you're getting for those ounces. So that's why we kind of stopped at where we stopped on sure. average about 400 meters below surface. Okay. Because um, again, all the mineralization comes up to surface, so we still have that low hanging fruit, which is huge. But um, so yeah, for the, in the way of exploration, there is a lot of other targets elsewhere on the, the, the large uh, property package that we have. So that's another route of, uh, of, uh, of continuing exploration. Some really nice soil geochem anomalies and some, some nice kind of regional um, wildcat hole results that we've had too. So, okay. so following up on those, um, but yeah, the, I think the big proof is gonna be in the PFS results and see how that's, um, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully our markets turned or turning and uh, we'll get some love for it. We, we will wait to see or waiting for the minute for that to happen. <laughs> All right. All right. That's Matt Turner from Rockhaven Resources, everybody. They do trade um, on the TSX Venture with the symbol RK. Matt, good to see you, my friend. Thanks again, Trevor. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.